Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend. We are part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com. Put in HTBT in the memo field. You'll get a sweet mug that you can see in the background. 15 ounces that hold all of your delicious beverages. Plus, you get tons of other great content. But most of all, you'll be coming alongside of us as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. Find me on the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. Appreciate you all subscribing, hitting that notification button on YouTube, sharing the show live. If you're listening, just hit that share button right now as you're watching. That'd be great. And of course, all of you listeners, I really appreciate it as well. You can email me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. Love to hear from you. In fact, one of our topics today we're going to talk about from one of the emails I've gotten, and I just want to really drive home value. But what we're really going to talk about today in the beginning is what Trump and the conservative Republicans are getting wrong about the tax cuts and obviously what are the Democrats getting wrong too. So they're both getting things wrong about it and I really want us to drive home this point because they're both fatal flaws in our system and what we are trying to do right now. And we need to pay attention, we need to straighten up and we need to get these things right. And so we're gonna jump into that. Before we do, this show is brought to you by Kingsman Grooming Pros. Go over to kingsmangroomingpros.com you can get high quality beard oils, beard products, beard balms, hair gel, leather products. You can get uh, hair care products. They are coming out with such great quality products. And there's three reasons why you want to get your products from them. One, you're already using the products, so you might as well support a Christian company. Two, their quality is phenomenal. They have high quality products. So upgrade your products today. If you've been about running low on that beard balm or the beard oil, go get some right now before you forget. Get out of your habit of buying that same old one. Step up the game. Put a little refresh into that beard. Go check them out. They have high-quality products, supporting a Christian company. And number three, you get 10% off when you put HTBT in the checkout code. I got the report back for this first month, and there were quite a few of you guys who did go over there and get those products. It's great and great presents. Great Valentines for you ladies who are looking for something for your man. They have some great grooming kits right now. Check those out. Remember, you get 10% off when you support a Christian company and you get better quality products. Go put it in HTBT in the checkout comments or, you know, field, whatever it is, wherever you, the promo code field, that thing. Make sure you do that. Appreciate you guys supporting a fellow listener of the show. And of course, just a Christian brother in Christ. That's great. All right. So there is announced, and it's funny watching, listening to some of these headlines. I have a screenshotted some of them. There's going to be a 2.0 tax cut. Now, first of all, I just want to say this. Now, I'm saying that this show is going to be talking about what they got wrong, but tax cuts are right. I'm not against the tax cuts. The tax cuts are a great thing. I'm excited about them. I can't wait to see how the economy is going to respond and our stock market is going to respond to it and our companies, the opportunities, wages are going to go up. It's a really great thing whenever this happens, but there's something that both sides are getting wrong. And I want to drive this home again. It's really important that we focus on this. So here is, let's see, CNBC. I'm glad I can tell. I read so many articles. I can tell who it is just by looking at the article because they totally cropped off who this is from, but this is from CNBC. White House to unveil Trump's election year budget calling for extending individual tax cuts. The fiscal 2021 budget projects the deficit will hit $1 trillion this fiscal year. Bad, very bad. That's we're losing a trillion dollars this year and linger at 200 billion after a decade. It includes a plan to extend the 
disputed tax overhaul that Republicans passed in 2017. I love it. If the Democrats are doing something, it would never be disputed. Uh, it, there, there's no conflict when the Democrats do something. When it's a Republican, it's a disputed tax cut. I mean, there's always going to be people disputing what you're doing in the White House of policy, fiscal policy, and whatnot, right? The White House is proposing a continued tax cut for individuals through 2035. I'm still not used to this new <laughs> decade. 2035. It was going 2035 at cost of $1.4 trillion. Okay. I screenshotted this just for that one. The tax cuts are not going to cost the government $1.4 trillion. And some of you know this, but it's really worth driving home this point. When the government takes less of your money, it does not cost them more. It means they're taking less of your money. Do you see the sleight of hand they're doing here? Do you see how they are framing this argument, they're framing this discussion. It is the government is owed this. They're going to give it back to you. It's really the government's money. They're letting you keep at an expense of $1.4 trillion, but it's not. The government's going to take $1.4 trillion less from the people this year. Those are two different philosophies, mindsets, worldviews on how conservatives and the liberal progressives view the world. The progressives view everything through the lens that it is the people's, the government, socialist, economy, uh, communist. The people, the society owns all the resources and possessions and they let you keep some. Opposed to the conservative, the Christian biblical perspective that it is your money, your talents. God gives you responsibility. God gives you dominion over things and the government takes it from you. A world of difference, right? An absolute, complete, polarized, I don't know how to say it, opposite view of the spectrum. And there's no reconciling them. That's why compromise is always bad. That's why we need to stop trying to find bipartisan support. These two mindsets could not be farther apart, and therefore, there is no middle ground. We're not, there's no middle ground. What we get is a slow creep to more big government, slow creep to more of the taking by force of your resources, of your taxes. It's either going one way or the other. There's no middle ground where everyone's going to be happy. It's going to be a slow grind to the left or to the right. There's no point in compromising. And it's great that Trump is really taking it to him on these things. It's really great that um, he is pushing these tax cuts, although there are big problems with it. Let's see what Bloomberg had to say. President Trump's proposed, not with the tax cuts, with his just whole spending policy and stuff, because, I mean, we're still spending bananas amount of money. President Trump's proposed budget includes $4.8 trillion in spending over the next year. $4.8 trillion in spending with an increase requested for the Pentagon and substantial cuts to domestic and social safety net programs. Ah, okay. So it's not entitlements. It's not redistribu redistribution of wealth. It's not giving away money that somebody else earned. It's social safety net programs. And they're putting the words, and I'm just covering this for you guys because you need to understand this. They are talking about cutting back benefits, entitlements, Money that take from us who work, who provide, who provide value, who bring in income to people that haven't earned it and haven't worked for it. They're taking it by force via the government. 
to give to someone else. And they're framing this. Again, it's all about framing. You have to get this, how you understand things, what people are saying to you. And this is apply, this applies to business too. When you're doing sales, when someone's selling to you, when you're working with vendors, how you frame the conversation is going to determine a majority of the results that happen in that discussion. That is the number one. You want to be framing the conversation to be in your favor. You want to be setting this the discussion up to go the way you want it to go. And this is one way. See, Bloomberg is obviously, right? He's running for president. His organization from New York, they're all about government control. And so what are they saying? Well, no, they're not going to let you keep more of your money. No, we're going to stop giving people that don't deserve your money more money. We're going to take, we're going to give them less money that don't deserve it. That's not how they're framing it. It's a safety net. It's a safety net that you're taking away because everyone wants to feel safe and they're trying to scare us into saying, oh my gosh, Trump is going to get rid of our safety nets. What are we going to do? We're not going to be able to live. We're not going to be able to provide. What if something happens? What if another crash happens? And so they're trying to stoke these fears by using this verbiage of safety net. We need to be aware of that. We need to call it out and we need to re- shape the language. We need to reset the language and verbiage. We need to start saying things like, no, not Trump isn't taking away our safety nets. He's stopping giving people money they didn't earn and deserve. He's lowering the amount of money that they're being redistributed from people who deserved it, who created value, who created jobs, who created financial stability for people to people that aren't providing, who aren't contributing to the economy and to the communities. That is a whole different discussion talking about the same exact thing. And it all comes down to how you frame the discussion. All right, before we get into the details of it, we're going to review that. And I'm going to talk about value because that's really important. We need to be thinking about this, especially for those of you, excuse me, who are going to be doing the 250, making 250, who started, you're starting to get into it where you're about to pull the trigger. A lot of you have done their homework. You're meeting with attorneys meeting with accountants, you're meeting with people you're going to be teaming up with, and you're about to start it. And this is the thing that you need to remember that's going to help you be successful in these businesses. We're going to get into that, and we're going to get into the details of this Trump tax cut as um, it's come out and been released. Before we do, we got to talk to you about faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. The company is faithfulcounseling.com. They have Christian counselors that can help you with many different issues that you could be going through. They have licensed professional counselors that specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, grief, family conflicts. Sometimes you just need to get somebody to help you guys work through things. Sometimes you need to get somebody that you can talk to and kind of give you some tips on how to overcome some things that are going in your life. This company, FaithfulCounseling.com, can be that answer for you. They have 3,000 licensed therapists across all 50 states. They have four communication modes, text, chat, phone, and video. You can start a communication in under 24 hours. Available on desktop, Android, iOS, mobile web. All the ways you can do it. Convenient, affordable, professional, and affordable, affordable. And it's faith-based. It is not a crisis line. Best of all, it's truly affordable. You get 10% off your first month when you use the discount code HTBT, which is really just the link, faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. You simply fill out a questionnaire, help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. Let's go to faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. When you go to faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT, 
you get 10% off your first month. So give it a try if you are needing help, if you're needing support. <clears throat> so that is what the that is what the Democrats are getting wrong. This is what Trump and the conservatives are getting wrong. And I've been hearing this, and it's so concerning to me, is they believe, and it seems to me that they believe this, that they're going to be able to grow the economy to outgrow the spending that we are doing as a country. They think the they can grow the economy to outperform the spending of the country. And we've gone into this before. I'm not going to pull up the graphs. I'm not going to show them to you. While it is true that we are in a place on the Laffer curve where reducing taxes increases the economy. It stimulates the economy, brings in more revenue. We saw that every year tax revenues have gone up, even with a tax cut. So the rates went down, but the income we received went up because production went up. More people created taxable income. So that's how it's possible to receive more money with a lower, lower tax rate. But on the flip side, we're spending an, an immense amount of money. He's proposing $4.8 trillion. $4.8 trillion. We're not going to outgrow our spending. And I am encouraged that he does want to cut things. A proposal would cut non-defense spending 5, 5%. And I can hear everyone, oh, what about low defense? You're going to pay off the contractors. Like Obama decimated our army and we need to rebuild it. There's planes crashing because they don't have enough parts. They're taking parts from other helicopters and other planes to make one good plane. Like they can't be doing this to have a, a military that has like Russia and Iran and North North Korea and China. These are oh my god. Oh, and by the way, speaking of China, we're on Reform Jellical. We have a conspiracy theory segment for fun. Man, our last week's was spot on. And by the way, that show is fantastic. If you haven't checked out Reform Jellical, you should check it out. Where was I? Oh, so we need to have military spending. But so, okay, Trump wants to cut 5% or $590 billion, but we're still spending $4.8 trillion, guys. Two point one. What Congress and Trump agreed in a two. Okay, so and then it's which is below what Congress and Trump believe. Good. It needs to be a lot below her. Trump's going to increase spending by 0.3% to $740 billion year 2025. Like that is the military is the one thing that the government should be doing. They should be doing it because they got to protect us. Um, and this world is crazy. I'm not one of those, you know, super liberals like, oh, just don't spend any money on the government. We need to we need to have protection. Um, <clears throat> but there's these other programs that are just crushing us, guys, crushing us. Um, so that, that's what's in it. Okay. So here's our, here's the details of it. Trump would increase military spending by 0.3%. I said that spending cuts of 4.4 trillion over a decade would target 2 trillion in savings for mandatory spending programs, including cuts of 130 billion tied to Medicare drug pricing and $292 billion from safety net programs, such as food stamps and Medicaid. The budget assumes that 1.5 trillion tax cut package enacted in 2017 and set to expire by 2025 is extended. Which is awesome. Like, yeah, let's extend it. It was only for 10 years. That was the only way they could pass it as if it was temporary. So we need to get our Congress. And that's why it's important to vote your Congress and House of Representatives, by the way, so that we can do permanent tax cuts and not these, like, you know, simple majority tenure fixes. It works wonders on the market, too, when it's a fixed thing versus a temporary thing. The plan would request $2 billion in new funding for the wall along with the U.S. southern border, less than $5 billion the administration sought last year. Which I just, oh, on a side note, I know this isn't a politics show. I'm sorry, but I can't help it. 
It's like they're making, I think it was in the debate, which, oh, such a disaster. Don't watch them. They're a waste of time. They were making fun of this like old 17th, I think it was, I think it was the, the gay mayor from Indiana who <laughs> some lady in Iowa found out he was, she was, he was gay and she's like, can I change my vote? <laughs> All the liberals must hate that. Uh, oh, and they were saying that the, you know, it's a 17th century solution to, uh, in 20th century problem. Oh my gosh. But every single one of them has walls on their house and they have locks on their doors. Like those are 17th century solutions too, that they still use and that they seem to work pretty well. Um, so, you know, whatever, but there's, it is. Okay. So I want to just talk about value real quick. We have a few more minutes left. Oh, and there's a Twitter ban we need to talk about too. What they're stepping up this year, which is going to be great for us Christians and conservatives. Oh my gosh. Twitter really loves us guys. Twitter loves the conservatives. They love Trump supporters. They love business, you know, the Christians. So that's why I try to bring this stuff up as much as possible to expect to expect what's happening and to be, um, you know, able to make adjustments as we go on. I mean, I have people that tweet me saying that they can't follow me and they try to follow me and they can't. So anyways, okay, value, business. Throw the politics out for a second. <clears throat> I was talking with somebody on email and I was really driving home the point of what is a business? You are providing value for somebody. And the transaction is very simple. It's our formula. Value equals benefit minus cost. And it looks different depending on what you're providing. If it's you're thinking of it from a business perspective or production perspective, or it looks different if you're doing it from sales. And so I want to dissect this from a sales perspective. As a business, when you are marketing, when you are bringing a product to market, you believe that you are going to target a key demographic. You're going to have a, a specific customer in mind. And you believe that you will make sales because you are going to provide them value. And this is the simplest way to do it. There's different words to say it. And there's different ways to think about this. But this is just high level. You have to get this right. And then you can go into it more, drill down to it in more detail. <clears throat> you believe that you can get them to pay a price to get the benefit of your product. And you believe that they will buy it believing they are getting value. And what I mean is the product or service you provide is a benefit to them. And the price that they are going to pay for that benefit is a cost to them. And so the only way that they are going to pay a price or give that cost is because they believe the benefit they'll receive from it is greater than the cost equaling value. Do you see what I'm doing there? So you are providing value by providing them a benefit that is greater than the cost of it or that, or it's greater than the cost of them buying it somewhere else or doing it themselves or whatever it is. And so marketing sales is communicating that, hey, my solution, my service, my product, whatever it is, is going to give you this value. Our benefit is going to be this much more than the cost that we are going to provide you. And so all that, and then you get into price matching, price setting, and you know, benefit, what is the benefit? And, you know, and this works for high-end products and low-end products. People buy a Lamborghini, even though it's exponentially more, it costs more, the cost is more because the benefit is exponentially more. And so too, people buy a Toyota. The cost is exponentially less 
and the value is exponentially less. Now, what is the, I mean, what is the benefit? The benefit is exponentially less for the Toyota, I should say, not the value. Because value can be equal. So what is the benefit? Well, it's different to different people. And that's why you kind of have to understand your target market. The benefit of a Lamborghini is different than the benefit of a Toyota Camry. But they both have similar benefits. But the costs are so different. I mean, they don't have similar benefits. But the value can be similar because the benefit and the costs are different for both. If the benefit, let's just say, I'm going to just use simple numbers to try to drive this home. And then we'll, we'll jump into Twitter and um, then be out of this episode. So let's just say hypothetically that the benefit to a Lamborghini customer, target customers two, or let's, I'm sorry, let's just say 10, 10, and the cost is five. So the value would be five because they are going to get a 10 point value for the $5 cost. And then that value, I'm totally screwed. Yeah, 10, five. So it's $5. Now let's just say that the price for the Toyota, and I'm totally making these numbers up as I go, are the benefit is five and the cost is one. So the value would be four. So the value would be relatively similar, even though the cost and the benefit were different. And the point is, is that the benefit and the cost can escalate and, you know, be high or low and value can be similar. So it's not so much about what the resulting value is because, you know, honestly, it's a theoretical thing. Um, the benefit isn't a precise number all the time. Sometimes it is. But the cost is the exact number. And that's where the art and the science is. And that's where you get to know your um, your industry, where you get to understand your customers and you have salespeople that are skilled at what they do because they can make that more of a tangible thing and get people to pull the trigger. And I hope that wasn't complicated. <laughs> I, I went there and pulled out those numbers and that example without even planning on doing it. So if that was complicated, I apologize. I don't try to, I try to make things simple. And sometimes when I try to make things simple, it gets more complicated. But if you have any questions, email me, Matt, at howtobuild10.com or DM me on the social media sites, How to Build a 10. All right, Twitter. They're going to proactively limit the visibility of unhealthy content, quote unquote. And, and this is from their last, um, their earnings report. They're going to help remove deep fakes. That is photos, videos altered to trick you. And Twitter is going to apply warning labels to tweets with quote unquote false or deceptive media. Who determines what that is? A bunch of liberals. Banned political ads and labeled actual politicians who are actually running in 2020 elections. So there you go. They're going to start removing false or deceptive media. Not just the news, just media in general. What is media? It could be all this stuff, right? I mean, arguably everything on Twitter's media. Social media, in fact. And then proactively limiting the visibility of unhealthy content. So buckle up. It's getting real. Support the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. We get on our own platform and in our own app. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.